Hey, this morning, um, we, we just want to take a little bit of time to do some housekeeping. So if you're visiting with us here at the Vineyard, you're going to get to see our laundry today, all right? And if laun- laundry's sometimes exciting, sometimes it's not. <laughs> but laundry is laundry. And so what we want to do today is we just want to, because it's been about 12 months since we've actually had the opportunity to share with each other how we are going as a local church with regards to the financial health of the life of the church. And also, we want to share with you this morning um, a, a strong sense of the Holy Spirit inviting us into a journey to be able to air condition these facilities. <laughs> so I'll take that as I'm in, Lord. Okay. But we, so we want to, the board has been working really hard over the last 12 months with banks, brokers and all sorts of, uh, but in, most of all, we've been working with the Holy Spirit, trying to stay close to what the Father's asking us to do. So we want to present some of that to you this morning and invite you to join with what we sense is God inviting us into a journey for that. Um, So all the board members are going to come up and share little bits of that this morning. Um, And uh, and then we're going to, at the end of that, we are going to spend a little bit of time together in prayer, okay? And then at the end of the end, end, we'll see what God wants to do. Alrighty, so I'm going to invite Nicole. She's going to come up and lead us off into this. And as, as she does, I pray, Lord, that you'd just... Bless our ears to hear what you're saying. Bless our hearts to say yes to what you're saying to our hearts as individuals and our heart as a people. As you, God, speak to us. We ask it in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, good morning. Good to see your beautiful faces here in worship. My part this morning is just to share a little bit about our um, heart, our vision and a bit of our history on uh, how we find ourselves here today. So earlier in the year we mentioned a building project that we were working towards which um, was air conditioning the building, not just this section but the next section as well. And um, I want to start by saying we're incredibly thankful for this building. Um, we, if, if you don't know the history, we moved into this section in um, Easter of 1997. And um, we rented this part of the building for many years. And then we opened the Vineyard Mercy Centre in the next shed. And we rented that one also. And then in 2008, the Lord said, buy the building, which we went, what? We have no money. And through an incredible story that God was writing, we were able to purchase this building, which I still today just am in awe of God's goodness and how he made that happen. So it is very much a testimony that when God says he will provide and While she's not um, aesthetically beautiful, was trying to choose my words carefully, um, we love our building because she hosts the Holy Spirit and she hosts 
the, the work of the Lord here, for which we are incredibly thankful. And this building also hosts the saints, all of you. So collectively, this is our church home, and we love it. There was um, a few weeks ago, I was looking at the stage and I was saying to the Lord, oh, I'd love to make that just a little bit more modern and nice and beautiful. And Jesus said to me, I like it just how it is because it's me that brings the presence and it's me that brings the beauty. And I went, oh, okay. (laughs) I won't query anymore. Um, But to say all of that, that has been 24 summers we have endured in this building, right? I thought it was important, you know, that number, 24. And so, you know, over the years we've installed the um, whirly birds, we've rented different pieces of equipment to really get through those incredibly hot months. And while it's not a huge part of the year, three months can seem like 12 and, you know, we often change our, um, our little mission statement or whatever, jokingly I do, to say that during summer we sweat for Jesus here at the vineyard. So all of that introduction to say I think I'm already stating the blaringly obvious that it is hot in this building. And our vision and our heart is to provide facilities that serve every generation meeting Jesus and being equipped in the power of the Holy Spirit, that we just want to join with what God wants to do here in this place. And having air conditioning seems to be one of those requirements. And certainly my heart breaks when I know of people who have health conditions and it's just too stifling to come to worship. It actually breaks my heart and makes me sad that It hinders people from coming. So, while it's very practical, and let's face it, it is about comfort, (laughs) we also do not want it to be a stumbling block to people coming and meeting Jesus here in this place. And we know, of course, they meet him out, you know, in every day as well. So, our plan as a board, we worked on this, was... um, We needed solar panels on our roof because obviously air conditioning will raise costs and we want to help the environment. So we had a plan for solar panels, air conditioning in this area and the the Mercy Centre and the drive area. And to be able to do that, we need to upgrade some of our electrical boards because they won't, um, won't be able to cope with the additional power required. And we needed to do some building works on those louvers up there. So, um, funnily enough, we had a a very, um, very uh, resourced, very um, well-educated broker join our church. And we just saw that as God's provision. And um, he's a really lovely guy and he helped us as a board to work through how we could go and, and borrow some more finance. So we prayerfully considered that with the Lord and we believed that um, that would be the way we would go. We would get extra finance to do the project. So we started the process and Kate will share shortly that um, you know we already have a loan on this building that we are servicing and have been for 12 years and that has not been a problem at all. 
and that we needed to raise, we got advice that we needed to raise some more income to show we have a different revenue stream into the church. So that's why we got a tenant in the end shed so that we could show and demonstrate that we could resource ourselves. And in our broker's modelling and in his figures, he said to us, this won't be a problem. This is not a problem. You'll be able to do this. And he said, I don't foresee any roadblocks. So we went to our current bank who's been um, incredibly good to us over the years and they've worked with us through all of the, you know, the economics and the financial climate that the world has had throughout the years. And when they were um, assessing our paperwork and our finances, they deemed that we wouldn't be able to service the extra a bit, which was 200000 we wanted to borrow, that we wouldn't be able to service it. And the way the bank does this commercially is they increase the interest rate. So the interest rate, I don't know exactly what it is today, but let's say it's about 3%. They increase it to make sure that should there be any changes, that in the future you'll be able to service a higher rate so they increased it, I think, to about 7%. And we were just this short from being able to service it. So obviously, we were disappointed. But then we quickly realised our hope is not in the bank. Our hope is not in finance. Our hope is in the Lord. And so then that caused us to go back together and pray and go, Lord, what would you have? We know this is on your heart. And so... We believe God has another way. The one thing I have learned over and over both personally and in the story of this community of believers is that God's writing the story and when he writes the story, he brings the provision and he really loves it when we give him the glory. So I want to stand before you to say today and say that I give God all the glory, even in the rejection of the loan, because it means God has another way. And that's the way we want to go. We don't want to go in the way of our great plans if it's not the Lord's way and his provision. So I want to stand here before you today as one of the board members to say that collectively is our heart, that we're looking to God. While we want air conditioning, we're looking to God for how he will provide. So we've been greatly encouraged to look for where God's wanting to do it and to pursue him in that way. And our history has always been that he's been faithful. Just a quick reminder that when we bought this building, the interest rate was like 13%. And our loan repayment just on interest was more than 8500 a month. And, and we just could not foresee how we would ever pay that along with the rates and the water and all of those things. And yet we've never missed a single payment. And today, the interest rate, you know how God, he doesn't live on a timeline so he can, he can see well into the future of what's going to happen. And today, the interest rate is about 3%. And our repayment is about $3,000. So I, God could see that. And he's like, if we keep our eyes fixed on him and have the faith to do that back there, he sees us through the long journey. So I want to preface that to say that our trust is in him. 
So I want to invite Kate now to come up and she's just going to speak on the finances and just give you a bit of a picture of how we have gone, especially during the COVID times. Good morning, everyone. So it's just a quick update. It is a year, I think it was January almost that I last did an update. So it's been a little while. So if we can go to the next slide, please. So this is, um, the red line is our expenses and the green one is the ties and the rent. So we get rent from the Mercy Centre and we also get rent from the warehouse equipment tenant that we recently got in in May. Um, and so you can see mostly it tracks all over the place. It's very hard to predict. But um, the, the black line is where uh, would be the perfect kind of cover everything kind of uh, scenario. So if we can go to the next slide, the next one is just those numbers but in a table for those that don't like graphs. And you can see where there's sometimes a shortfall but mostly we're in surplus, which I don't know if there's, you've probably seen the reports I've given previously and often we have a lot of red, um, a lot of shortfalls, but we've been having a lot more black, which is lovely. <laughs> All right, so if we go to the next slide... So this is our current debt. So we have the loan on the building, which is 800000 At the moment, it's currently interest only, which was a God thing, and it was approved just before COVID hit. So that was like, and they're like, I'll oh, just pay whatever principal you want when you can. And we're like, okay, <laughs> we'll take that. And then, so we don't have to refinance that until 2023, which is basically the bank just reassessing everything. And then the other debt we have is a credit card, which we're slowly paying down. Last time in January, it was about five grand. Now it's 2,700, so we're slowly getting rid of that as well. Um, and so the next slide. So we recently applied for a COVID grant that the Queensland government put out. Um, it's just for support of businesses who perhaps were affected during the last lockdown in July. So we got that. And that was actually earmarked to go towards some flooring in the offices, which hasn't been replaced in 25 years, so it's a bit nasty, and just general running costs as well to try and cover everything. And we also have savings, which I'd never seen before until the last year. Um, so that's part of just the government grants that have come in over the, the last year during COVID. So we've got 28,000 just sitting in the bank. And all our expenses are up to date. So that's great. <laughs> And so that was it. So I might invite Wendy up, who is going to do the next part. Thanks, Kate. And thank you for the wonderful job you've done through thick years and thin years and, and just how you do it. I can say that. She's my daughter, so I can have a proud moment. <laughs> Mama moment. <laughs> it's true as well. It's not totally biased. Um, I just was asked and feel to share a picture, an evolving picture that the Lord gave me over some months and a dream. Um, but coming directly after a finance talk, please hear it for what I think it is. I believe it's God's invite into this new season that he started that is a really beautiful invite into being, seeing and being part of what he's doing. So it's not just about our conversations on finance or how much we need to talk to the Lord about giving or whatever. So please hear it with those ears. 
So back in about May, I started to see this picture of a brown chrysalis and I discarded it as a random picture and then when I saw it every day, I figured God was probably trying to talk to me about it. So I started talking to him about it and he talked about in a chrysalis, the creature inside is going through massive transformation and massive steps towards freedom, in fact, and yet unless you poke it, which I used to do as a kid, which probably isn't good for them, you can't see if it's alive or not. And, and when you poke it, it sort of wriggles a little bit and goes back to being a brown chrysalis. Um, so the Lord was sort of having this conversation and I, I would have liked to have binge-watched it and said, Lord, where are you going? Because this went on for weeks and weeks. But he loves this daily conversation with us. So over weeks in July, I saw that the chrysalis actually had like leg structures and he started saying, don't think butterfly, think dragonfly. So I had to go to Google and find a bit more about dragonflies. And they, the lovely thing about that is that dragonfly nymphs keep some of their structure, they keep some of their legs and things and obviously are given wings as they emerge out of their chrysalis, but it might not be called that. So the Lord's done talking about dragonflies, and then I would get an update every few days. You know, the chrysalis was splitting open, could see the dragonfly sitting on it um, and waiting for its wings to inflate. Um, but aware of just how huge the transformation and inside was going on for that chrysalis. And then on Sunday the 15th, um, during worship, and I wasn't expecting this, I saw the dragonfly leave the outside of the chrysalis thing and start flying around us. And it was um, dropping like nuggets of gold on us, not harming us. And then as we left the building, it went out with us. Um, and I had a sense that it's a picture of what God's inviting us to be both individually and corporately in this new season. And the things that he was highlighting to me about a dragonfly are it has huge eyes, so big it takes up most of its headspace. And it has eyes that are apparently so amazing that in the midst of a group of insects, it can see just one insect and has such good flight that it can fly in and actually in, eat the insect. But I think the Lord wants us to minister his healing to people. And um, it has the ability to hover as a dragonfly, which a lot of insects don't have. So it has the ability to fly in such a way that it stays stationary over something. And I just had the most amazing sense of... You know, God hovered over the unformed earth and brought creation and the Holy Spirit brought out of chaos something incredibly beautiful. Um, and there's other phrases where he's hovered and brought protection over his people. So I, I really um, feel like God's inviting each of us into what this new season means for us personally, which will be different from the people sitting beside us because he's such a unique God. He's not a cookie-cutter God. 
but it, every one of us will make up the picture of the corporate invite into this season where I believe it's an invite to see even more of what he's doing, see more of what's happening around us, see the one lost where the Lord leaves the 99 and goes after the one lost. Um, I believe he's inviting us into that. I believe he's inviting us to see where his Holy Spirit is hovering over the lost and the poor and the broken, be they in families or outside in the community or wherever that is for us and to put our hand to it uh, and see him bring his kingdom power and life. And so I think it's a big invite to step into that. Um, and then in, uh, I've got notes in case I forget because I'm not, it's not what I normally do, get up the front and talk. Um, then in early August, um, and I think it happened just before we heard from the bank that it was a no, but I can't be certain on that. Um, I had a dream from the Lord. Now, I have a bit of a history with the Lord about dreams. At one stage some years ago, I told him I didn't want any more dreams because I couldn't understand them and they were too hard. And then I repented of that. And he has since then either given me a narration. It's like he's standing there in the dream telling me what's going on from his perspective. When they're God dreams, I get all the garbage dreams too. But, um, or he gives enough clues. So in the dream, I was standing up the back and we we're all wearing our masks and socially distanced and church was happening. But it was like... There wasn't a sense of us being alive on the outside. It was like just by looking, it didn't look alive. And then I, asking the Lord about that afterwards, I realised that's a picture of the chrysalis. But in, in the dream, in the next scene, which was exactly the same, same people here all wearing our masks and, you know, socially distanced, there was such an aliveness and such a connection with what was happening out the front, such a connection with each other, such connected conversations. And the narration, which the Lord kindly gave me at that point, was see what a difference it makes when we as people individually buy into his um, invite and what he's doing. And he did use the words buy into. Um, so please do hear it as the big picture of how God's inviting each of us to buy into or say yes to or step into his invite, his beautiful, exciting invite of what the next season is, what it holds, what it holds for us individually, what it holds for the people we touch in community and family, what it holds for us corporately as all those individual pieces come together and we take the corporate lead that Lord's giving for us to be the corporate church in this season where we get to see more of what he's doing and see more of his Holy Spirit power hovering to bring healing and kingdom life out of chaos. And there's plenty of that happening in the world. So I, I feel like... His invite is beautiful and encouraging and not heavy and burdensome. 
And I feel like he's inviting us to more than just a yes and keep walking, which I can sometimes do when he asks me for something. I think he's inviting us to step into this new season with him and enjoy the beautiful ride of all of that holds and, and see the beauty of his kingdom power break in in places and for people groups that perhaps we didn't think it would. I'm not sure who's next. Oh, Sean, Sean. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. That's, uh, that's much appreciated. Um, so I'm here just to share some of the practical um, costs of what it's going to cost to cool this building down. I guess we live in a, a world where nothing's for nothing. Um, so, yeah. So, is the slide up? Okay. So before I go through that slide, just some practical overview of what's required in each, in each building or each segment of the building in terms of upgrades. So, this building was wired probably in 500 AD, but <laughs> it cannot support the current... Um, uh, aircon system that we want installed. So um, I guess for us, there are two main switchboards in this building that needs to be upgraded in order to support what we need in here, three aircon uh, or ducted aircon systems. So potentially just running them across each of those beams um, and that would be enough to cool this down. So two, two boards, three aircon units next door. Um, the two boards have already been up, upgraded, so they are already in a position of, uh, yeah, they don't need to be messed with. However, we would like to put an additional two aircon units next door. Again, ducted on the roof, running big flues right across the, 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 the breadth of the building. And then right at the very, very bottom, there is the, um, the board upgrade that needs to be done. Again, just purely from compliance and to get our, our building up to code. So we've looked at this in terms of uh, meal piecing this because obviously to try and do this in one big chunk is going to be pretty, pretty expensive. So I guess first steps first, we figure for step one to upgrade one of the, one of the boards and install two of the aircon units. That should be enough to take the edge out of the building. It wouldn't probably, if it was fully, um, fully populated, in other words, every seat was full, uh, we had every door down, it probably would be enough just to keep us, keep us going. It probably wouldn't take, make it cold like you would uh, for um, a unit that is fit for purpose. So that would be step one. And as you can see, to give you an idea, each aircon is about 15,000 fully installed. Two of, that's 30, plus a board upgrade, 10, plus sundries and miscellaneous is going to land you about 45. Next door, the two boards are already done. We need two aircons. It's roughly going to be um, 30. However, obviously, there's also the, um, the, board, the board at the end that we're going to need to upgrade. Um, as part of this process, in terms of timeline, you can see by Christmas, we would love to get the first part done to cool this main building down. That's $45,000 in. Um, also, by February, um, Nicole's been working on a grant which uh, we really believe is going to be approved. We don't have any sense that it's, it's not going to be in favour of the vineyard. Therefore, we figure um, there's, a, there's a cost, and the reason why it's in green is because we won't have to wear that cost. That's just going to be uh, something that will be installed and it will integrate into the board that we would install over here to give us that ability to offset the aircons. Um, by June next year, 
we would love to see um, the the middle building cooled cool down with it with two units, um, and obviously the 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 circuit board right at the very end, and finally um, the aircon that we're missing in this place. In other words, to beef it up, we would probably want to come back and address the installation of that final and third unit, and that would be roughly an additional. $16,000. So if you go down those, that slide, add up all the red, you're roughly looking at about $110,000. Um, uh, I guess that is just yeah, God's grace on, on, on how... That, like, those are some of the things we need, but I just also want to just talk about you know, God's grace and some of the situation that we've been in. We've been talking to a commercial contractor who has basically asked, offered to do all of this work at cost. Um, yeah, so that's like that's fantastic. And, what, and also, what I mean by cost is, so he's a commercial contractor that employs a number of people. So he's prepared to put uh, basically staff on the ground, open book everything, and do this project at no cost to PLV. Thanks, Sean. want to say thanks God for um, a wonderful board of, to work with. <laughs> Just, it's the, the, the resource in terms of people that God has among us in this place is uh, a wonderful gift and a, a, a real treat to work with. Hey, um, now that four-step uh, plan is again another sign of the grace of God because the contractor has said, originally he said, look, here's the whole thing. And then we said to him, well, it looks like God's leading us another way. And he said, that's okay. I can modulate the whole project for you. It's okay. If you only want to do a small bit, that's fine. If you want to do two bits, that's fine. I'll work with where whatever it is that you guys are able to do and with God. And um, so, again, just grace and favour in that context as well. Um, and at the same time, uh, I said to, uh, uh, as we were talking together as a board, I said to the board, let's, let's just put the total figure up there. Because it may just be that by the grace of God, the total figure just drops into our bank account over the next six weeks. And the whole thing gets done all in one shot, which, you know, I, I'm okay to lean in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of imagining after 24 summers, you might be leaning in that direction too. But, um, you know, faith is a gift that's been graced to me by, by God. And so I just, okay, I'll lean in for that and, and, and trust you for what comes. And uh, his, his story of faithfulness is the story of this place and the many, many people who've met Jesus and experienced the kingdom of God. So we want to just take a minute now to let the Lord talk to you and talk to us. And I want to say thank you to Wendy for that, the way that she articulated what I sincerely believe was the heart of God toward us, of invitation. And it's really risky, you know, when you're kind of creatively, prophetically geared 
and you stand in front of a group of people and you kind of put something out there and you say, I think God's saying something to us through this. You're kind of risking that. And, and I just want to say um, thank you, Wendy, for risking that and the gifts of God that are on your life and the Holy Spirit on your life. We bless that and we say, Lord, continue to let that be a redemptive experience for Wendy. And I want to say thank you to the body of Jesus for allowing that to take place. You understand? It's so the, the, the culture of grace and, and welcome of the gifts of the Spirit in this place is, is postured in, in, you, in and through you all. And I want to say thank you for allowing uh, God to speak to us like that. And I sincerely do believe it, it is the, a word of invitation from God to be able to see what God is doing and join in with him beyond air conditioning, way beyond air conditioning. It's about what the Father's up to in our world and in our own lives that we can join in with him. So let's, let's just take a minute. Let's not rush something that maybe God is speaking with each of you individually right now. Um, and um, Neil, I, I, I'm just wondering maybe could we... Uh, actually, let's not kneel it. Let's, um, Stephen, I'm going to get Stephen just to pop up here and jump on his guitar because I want to I just like, let's take, let's not rush this. Let's take a, a moment though just to allow some conversation with our heart, your heart and with God. So Stephen, I'm going to just ask if you maybe just play that, um, give me vision to see things like you do, that one. That one, <laughs> he knows. <laughs> I'm you not. Know ben, I'm not good at doing Benny Hinn. All right, <laughs> but um, so we're gonna. We're just gonna take a moment to listen. Listen to the Lord. So as Stephen prepares to play. I'm just gonna invite the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Father, thank you for your love for for wanting to glorify Jesus through the life and testimony of PRV. An incredible story of your kingdom in many generations, Lord. And we ask now, Lord, even as you've been uh, faithful to us and to lead us into these seasons, and then um, your faithfulness is evident in them, we we choose to just wait for a minute on you, Lord. Would you speak to our hearts? Show us what the Father's doing, Holy Spirit. Show us what it is. Um, I think maybe that was even a picture word from Lisa at the very beginning in worship. It's like there's part of this that only God can do. <laughs> only God can do. And yet in the other hand, there's this incredible invitation of like, hey, I'm asking you to partner with me in this. So God, show, show us our bit. Just wait on you, Holy Spirit. I won't be overwhelmed. Give us vision to see things like you do. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom. You know just what to do. 
Lord for the conversation that you're having with each of our hearts and we pray Lord that you give us the grace and the courage to partner with you in this season that our eyes might be opened and the eye, even the eyes of, in the natural and the eyes of our heart would be enlightened to know the hope of Jesus Christ as Lord I so pray Lord that you'd open our eyes and to the conversation that you want to have with us with regards to the air conditioning project and cooling this building down so that more more people could be able to worship you here, Lord, and be comfortable in that space as well. So, Father, I, I want to I pray freedom, freedom over your people. And I cancel any guilty obligation in the name of King Jesus and I loose the kingdom of God among us to be free to be free to follow Jesus in the invitation of this season thank you Heavenly Father in Jesus name we pray Amen now, if, if you are wanting to, um, you know, have a conversation with any of the board members, we're available straight after the service. We're available course of the week. We're available just online. Feel free to, if you've got questions at in any level, feel free to ask us. Uh, if you want more detail on the life of the cash flow and the books in this place, feel free. Come and ask Kate and we can open the books up for you and you can look at them and... They're all there and, and um, all audited and it's all, we, we're okay with all of that. And at the same time, you might even be leaving here today going, Lord, um, you've already placed a number in my heart in terms of what you'd like me to give towards this. Uh, we want to um, encourage you, just drop that if, if you want to drop that 
um, sooner rather than later, just drop it into the main account for now and just make sure you put aircon next to it or something like that. Aircon and maybe your, maybe your name or surname or something like that so we can personally come back and just say, hey, thanks. Other than that, um, that's, that's it today. That's life together following Jesus. And so um, we just want to bless you and say thanks for coming. If you've got kids in next door, please make sure you go and sign them out and take them home with you and uh, continue to love on them in the course of the week. Um, but, um, hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming to the vineyard today. It's wonderful. And, um, again, don't forget Tuesday if you're going to Brent's funeral, wear something pink. All righty? God bless you. Thanks for coming to the vineyard today. Bye for now.